Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, hello. It is I, Katie Petrick, <laughs> and it is he, Mr. David Fiorazzo. Now, before we get started, I want to draw your attention over here, away from this pretty face, onto this awesome tumbler that we've been sporting on every single show you can you can fact check us on that one you can go back every show we we, we sport this this is our patriot tumbler and they're pretty darn awesome and we'd love to send you your very own all you have to do is visit patriotclub.us make a little tax deductible donation to support the show and then bing bang boom you get this awesome tumbler. Now, people are asking us all the time how they can support what we're doing. And this is an easy way to do it. Plus, again, you get a sweet, sweet stainless steel tumbler, and it has a very ripped GW, the number one, right there on the, the front of the tumbler. Now, again, all you have to do is visit patriotclub.us to get started. All right, well, we are going to start down in Alabama, where we have a pediatrician who's being blasted after glorifying transgender teens who take their own lives in support for the LGBT agenda. David, explain what's happening on, on this story. Oh, boy. Um, so Alabama-based pediatrician apparently, and I'll we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, glorified teen suicide by the words being used. Uh, during a panel talk at the American Academy of Pediatrics annual conference in Southern California. Now, video of this commentary surfaced online um, last week, and Dr. Marissa Ladinsky, professor of pediatrics at the University of Alabama, uh, she was describing the suicide of a trans-identified teen as a gesture of bravery. Um, Katie, just I'll let you get your thoughts on what you know about the story before we continue. Well, uh, basically, if you watch the video of it, uh, you have to kind of decide for yourself as to how to interpret how she said those words. Take a look. And in the final days of 2014, a local 16-year-old young lady, Lila Elkhorn, of trans experience, stepped boldly in front of a tractor trailer ending her life. Her suicide note, written to post on social media about an hour after her death, went viral, literally, around the world. Now, Lila was not my patient, but I took care of hundreds of her classmates at Kings Mills High School. But each day, on the way to work, I passed that spot where this teen boldly ended her life. Okay, you may have had a hard time hearing that audio, but... The point is, she was saying this boy um, stepped boldly in front of a tractor trailer, ending her life. Now, I say his life, but the woman said her life, um, referring to the trans-identified male Alcorn using female pronouns. Now, twice she referred to, the woman referred to him being bold, I mean, courageous, to take his own. I don't, Katie, that's not the right message we want to be sending confused young people today. Absolutely not. We do not want to send that message that no matter what struggles you have, no matter what you're, where you are in life, that you feel the only option to you is to end your life mm. is not at all the message anyone of any age should be feeling, much less a teenager. And the way we are going in society right now, 
we we glorify it. We say it's a bold action. We say, hey, oh, oh, you don't you don't want to go through life struggles. We're just gonna. It's okay. Just end your life. Like that's where we are. We're saying we we make excuses to make it okay. You know, we used to say that, hey, life's gonna be rough. Life is not easy. You will be have a ton of challenges in front of you, and you will have to overcome them. But you don't just end life because you don't want to face the challenges. Yeah. Life is a struggle. It is. It always has been. It always will be. That's the whole point of it. I just want to say something. Uh, you know, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, he said, I have overcome the world. Friend, parent, if you're teen or someone's going through this, that you know there is always hope. Jesus is Lord. He died for you. He loves you just the way you are, not the way the society is training you or trying to condition you to become something that you are not. God loves you right there where you are. I just want to make sure you know that. But activists frequently point to this young man's death as a justification for administering gender-affirming care as suicide prevention. It's a myth that has been debunked by data analysis. Just wanted to make sure we got that point out there. Yeah, and if we talk about the, the boy himself, Josh Elkhorn, uh, used to call himself Leela. Leela. Obviously male, 16-year-old in Ohio, identified himself as transgender, and then the committed the suicide by stepping in front of an oncoming semi-trailer on a highway near his home. Mm. And so my point that I also want to make to all of you doctors saying that how bold it was of him to do that, how bold... How very bold. Mm. Also, how his actions have changed the course of that semi-tractor trailer driver's life and his family's life. That person who was driving that trailer now will for always have that in his own, his or her own mind. So when you say it's bold, I have other words for it. So... The pediatrician Julia Mason said this, we'll leave you with this, glorifying suicide is unprofessional and dangerous. Mason has been an outspoken critic of gender-affirming care and the rush to medicalize children and adolescents who do not conform to sex-based stereotypes. So there's still a lot to come, friends. A Vermont school district that allowed a biological boy to use a girl's locker room has reportedly punished the father of one of the girls who spoke out because he misgendered the trans student. You can't make this stuff up, people. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Well, over yonder there in Vermont, a dad and a soccer coach is being punished by a school district because the school let a biological male, who identifies as female, into the girls' locker room. And it's all because the dad supposedly then misgendered the student. Now, the father is Travis Allen. 
He's been suspended without pay from his Orange Southwest Supervisory District job as a coach of the Randolph Union Middle School girls soccer team. In late September, several members of the girls volleyball team who one of his daughters is on the volleyball team, one was on the soccer team. <laughs> That's where I initially got confused in this story. So the volley, girls' volleyball team at Randolph Union High School, uh, several of the members actually spoke out against the biological male using the locker room, saying that the trans teammate made an inappropriate comment while they were changing. Action was taken, uh, but apparently it wasn't in favor of the now uncomfortable girls' team's players. Take a look. A male was in our locker room when volleyball girls were trying to get changed. After I asked him to leave, he didn't, and later looked over at girls with their shirts off, and it made many people uncomfortable and feel violated. I left as soon as I could in a panic. I was the first one inside the locker room at the time, and the trans student came in and walked into a separate part of the locker room and went and changed while the other girls were in the main part of the locker room changing as well. As soon as the trans-identifying student was done changing, they came out and stood at the entrance of the locker room for a little bit. A lot of the girls were changing in their sports bras and stuff. A lot of us stated, like, can you please get out? We're changing, we don't feel comfortable with you in here. This is not okay. No, of course it isn't. Well, local news <laughs> did note that the entire volleyball team was banned from using the locker room while officials conducted an investigation into the claims that the girls had harassed their trans team. Oh, of course. Yes. Now, Alan's daughter, Blake, is one of the girls who spoke out, and she reportedly said that, I feel like for stating my opinion that I don't want a biological man changing with me, that I should not have harassment charges or bullying charges. They should all be dropped. And so what happened then, we're getting in the, the you know, Facebook messaging and all that. There was a, the caregiver, whoever the caregiver is for that trans student, uh, in a question wrote on Facebook and then Blake Allen's mom actually got involved too. So it's like the, everyone's kind of getting involved. It's like the parents are getting involved. So Blake Allen's mother said that she'd be glad to have a conversation with the caregiver about, you know, the trans student in this whole situation. Well, that's then when Travis decided to speak up and how he got in trouble. He wrote on Facebook that I'm the father of the girl you claim made up a story for attention. The truth is your son watched my daughter and multiple other girls change in the locker room. <laughs> While he got a free show, they got violated. You think this is fine and dandy. I wonder how you would feel if I watched you undress. And that's when he then was suspended. Uh, the superintendent, Lane Millington, said in a letter that Travis Allen was suspended without pay from his job as the coach of the middle school girls soccer team because he misgendered a transgender student in our district. That's, <sighs> it, it, I mean, you can do other disturbing things in schools, everything fine and dandy. But, oh, no, you misgendered someone. So because that's. He you're not getting paid anymore. So because he called the son, that person's son, a son, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, watching yep. his daughter and the other daughters undress in the locker room, which yes. is a true statement. Yes. That is misgendering. That's misgendering. That's, that, that means you can't coach your daughter's soccer team anymore. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, according to Travis Allen, he said that when the superintendent asked him to publicly apologize, I thought about it. I did pause and waited a few seconds. And I'm thinking, if I say I'll apologize, I'll be able to coach my youngest daughter for the rest of the season. But I'm going to, in turn, hurt my, my other daughter mm. because I'm not standing up for what we believe in. I'm just cowing to them. Yeah. 
like so many other people have done. And I just can't do that. Thank you, Mr. Allen, for standing up for the truth. Yeah, stand up for the truth. Uh, it's becoming more difficult to do these days because of threats of censorship, you know, suspension, um, discrimination, and, and other things. But here, is, again, aren't things twisted where we're, we're talking true misinformation, right? When, misgendering, is that what it is? Misgendering. Okay, so that is actually, you're stating a biological fact, and of course, a biblical fact, how God made man, male, and female. You're either a boy or a girl when you're young. By stating that, they're saying, no, misinformation, misgendering, and you are punished. This, things are flipped on, its, on their head today. They really are. Now, when we come back, we have a new report that finds nearly a 1,000% increase in trans students coming from one wealthy suburb. Hmm. Interesting how that works. We're going to get into that when we return. Do you love America? Are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come? Then let's take action. Every few days, we give our money to the big box stores. How we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stop? What if we shopped with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created. SwitchToAmerica.com gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever. This is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. SwitchToAmerica.com. Take action if you love this country. Here is a great way to show it. SwitchToAmerica.com. We've given you plenty of statistics of the data on uh, transgender identifying students before, and now I'm going to blow your mind with this next one. In Montgomery County, Maryland, just north of the uh, D.C. area, <laughs> we have a number of students who reject their biological sex in Montgomery County public schools because since 2019, the number of identifying transgender students has increased nearly 11-fold because... They now have these gender support forms where, where students are able to fill it out so they get support on switching their gender. Now, here are the demographics of that area, just so you know. The population is just north of about a million. The median family income, this is 12 years ago is what I found. Back in 2010, was almost 112000 So think of how much higher it probably is now. It is a wealthy suburb, and it is the state's largest school district. Okay, well... There was a slide presentation that was inadvertently posted to Twitter. Oopsies. Uh, and it shows you how many students in Montgomery County's 84 schools are struggling with their gender identity, or at least how many have actually told school personnel about it because of these gender uh, support forms. So just a quick rundown of some of the data. In the first year that they actually gave out these support forms, they had 35 students fill it out. Okay, there were four in the elementary school, 19 in the middle school, and 12 in the high school who said, hey, I am not the gender that I am biologically. Okay, uh, the next year there were 108 students 
this current year's 200 or this current last full school year i should say was 239 students filling out the form so it's increasing yeah right now there are 41 students but it's only october so we have the rest of the school year so that number is going to be even higher so you're looking at a cumulative total of 423 students just in the past couple years who've said that they are transgender and are those the ones that have taken the time to fill out this form? These are only the ones who have said, okay. hey, I, yeah, I'm going to tell the school personnel. So how many other ones are saying, yeah, I'm... You know, there are a lot no, more, but just do not want to fill out the form. But the headline says it all. There's been an increase, 991% increase over two years. Yep. So is this like because of where it's at? Is this across the board, across the country? Is it because it's near a, in a wealthy DC suburb? Uh, is it because the parents are well off or whatever and they don't have time to discipline their kids or to guide them or anyway? Um, it, it's interesting. We could speculate all day, but I think that the headline says a lot. That's almost 1000% increase in just a couple of years. You know your math. I like it. Now, uh, <laughs> the headline may say it all, but the form says even more. Let's take a look at what we have. Now, the form on the you know intake form, supporting student gender identity, uh, you start in the instructions section. Um, and if you take a look at it, it says a school administrator, counselor, or psychologist should complete the form with the student. Okay, where's the parents in that? No? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, it says then the parents slash guardian may be may. involved Possibly. if the student states if. that they are aware and supportive oh, oh, of the student's gender identity. Yep. So I think that's more of a headline than your headline saying it all. <laughs> uh, so it's all about, you know, privacy, confidentiality, and disclosure in that section on the form as well. You have to uh, write in, hey, what do you, what's your plan for the bathroom or locker use? You decide, student. Um, also, what's your plan for, you know, sports, extracurriculars? What do you want to do, student? Um, other issues to be considered or addressed? You know, you tell us, student. And then uh, who will be the student's go-to adult on campus? You tell us, student. All of this is about you, the student. You tell us how you feel and how you want and why are we having a go-to adult? What happened back in the day where you respect all the adults, all the teachers, all the administrators? Poof, those days are long gone. Because apparently you have to have a go-to person because all mm. the other ones, like, this is how you are gonna divide a school too. Yeah. Who are the go-to ones? They get to stay as teachers. All right, well, before we go is up next as we're gonna discuss an ongoing competition to name the most unique high school mascot in the country. We've got a list of the top 12 contenders and of course, Babylon Bee headlines. Yay. Yay, stay right there. We wanna hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, Simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, before we go, Katie, what was your high school mascot growing up? Do you remember? I know it was a Do long I time ago. Ouch. I'm kidding. I'm a lion, always and forever. A lion? <laughs> Ours was a fliver, and no one knows what that is unless you see a picture of it. It's a, it was an old Model T car. That's called a fliver. 
That was our mascot. Anyway, wow. believe it or not, Wisconsin has a high school that just made it into the top 12 in a competition to crown the top mascot in America. So if we head up north to Rhinelander, Wisconsin, we'll find none other, other than the mythical creature known as the Hodag. The fearsome animal resembling a large bullhorned carnivore with a row of thick curved spines down its back was created by Rhinelander's Gene Shepard in 1893. But the Hodag has some stiff competition, including the Comas County Mushers from Idaho. Mushers? Mushers. Shelly Russets from Idaho. Huddo Hippos from Texas. Lanai Pine Lads and Lasses from Hawaii. Mars Fighting Planets from Pennsylvania and six others. Whew, voting ends November 1st. The Hodags currently lead with 55% of the votes. Katie, I didn't realize there were so many unique mascots representing American high schools, but where are the there flivers? Are. Come on. Mm. We had a local high school. Their mascot was the Oaks, like the tree. The Oaks. And I said, why don't you just get up and leave? Make like a tree? And Kingsford Flivers, by the way, shout out to the UP. Speaking of dressing up like animals, why not take it one step further and dress up an animal, your pet, for instance. So many of you know I'm a dog lover and we've stumbled across a list of the top selling dog costumes for Halloween this year. So without further ado, now I would not recommend this. I think it's dog abuse, but we start with the most popular movie of the year, Top Gun. <laughs> Next, we have Winifred Sanderson featured in a newly released sequel to Disney's Hocus Pocus. Moving on to a galaxy far, far away, we have The Walking Yoda. It's kind of cute. Katie, this next one's for you. How about a magical dog dressed as Harry Potter? And what about a small stroll through the Old West as we have Woody from the famed Pixar movie Toy Story? That's cute. Finally... It wouldn't be Halloween without a ghost fighting dog that ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, Ghostbusters, Katie, did, she's just trying to hold it back there. Did you have a favorite or are you just mocking this whole? Oh, I'm mocking it. Yeah, I'm not I, a big fan of dressing up dogs. Or humans. I just, but Harry Potter, that was a good one. When Mike first showed this to me, I said, you know, some dog parents have way too much time on their hands. So finally, let's wrap things up with everyone's favorite satire site, The Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. We've picked our favorite bee headlines to see which one should be crowned queen of the hive. Let's start with experts decry shocking lack of diversity on Kenyan marathon team. Interest in drag queen story hours wanes after they're renamed, more accurate, man wearing lingerie wants to spend time with your kids hour. By the way, that's my numero uno. Jill Biden to dress up as real doctor for Halloween. And AOC says ever since she died on January 6th, she has been using ghost slash ghost self pronouns. Uh, and one more. Kamala Harris admits she was absent from law school the day they taught talking like a person. Katie, you're trying to hold it back. All right, what one got you? All of them. They're all good. I was trying to drink some water while you read the AOC one and almost spit it out. <laughs> but hey, how how dare you 
talk about the greatest doctor of all doctors named Dr. J who did not play basketball. Dr. Jill Biden. I like the one about uh, renaming drag queen story or to what accurate. it really is. That right? is accurate. A man, a man wearing lingerie wants to spend time with your kids. Hour. Hour. I mean, and then some parents would say, oh, oh okay, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. It was anymore. only 30 minutes, though. Yeah. All right, Katie, um, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. More to come next time. Well, there you go, people. Please make sure you smash that like button if you're watching us on social media. And please do send us your feedback at stateducated.org. For David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.